How do you stand out? Basically, what you're going to do is you're going to have to come up with a compelling hook, less than eight words. And generally, you want to go into the negative. You want to use negative words here. So if you're saying, if the post is about engagement strategies, you want to say, don't engage. Welcome to Supercharge with Digital Marketer, the bi-weekly podcast where we discuss everything related to entrepreneurship and how marketing is important for your success in business venture. I'm your host and also the founder of Marketer, Crystal. In today's episode, we will be breaking down the topic of how to leverage Instagram for your business success. So with us today is Ben and he specializes in Instagram roles and business coach. So we are super excited to hear some insight from Ben and let's dive in. All right. Thank you, Ben, so much for joining us today. And to get started, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and what's your business about? Hey, how's it going? First, I'd like to say a big thank you for being here and I'm part of this podcast. I feel really honored. So I'm Ben. I'm from a little tiny island in the Mediterranean Sea. It's called Malta. So basically I'm a Malteser, not the chocolate. I'm an Instagram coach. On, on Instagram, I teach people how to build a brand, how to create a content machine that never runs out of ideas, and how to develop systems, business systems in their Instagram so they can get leads, get those leads and convert them to high paying customers and so on. That's amazing. So how long have you been doing the business? So actually, back in August, I heard about this podcast episode where it talked about a 90-day challenge. It intrigued me a bit, okay? And then I heard it another three times in the next two weeks, and I was convinced that I have to start a 90-day challenge. Back then, I was a graphic designer. I used to do graphic designs for, for our family-run business and also for other clients. And it was one time my comment got pinned on a big account that had over 100K followers. And this guy just randomly sees my pinned comment and he sends me a DM. He's, listen, I need help with, with my Instagram. We set up like a call and this was in December. So after I spent September, October and November doing the 90 day challenge, he, he contacted me back in, like in, in the beginning of December. So we stop a call and literally a few minutes before the call, a thought came to my head. I'm like, and he's not, I'm like, what if I coach this person? Because he doesn't want just graphic design. This guy wants me to help him with his Instagram. And then I just made a package there. And then we went on the sales call and he's, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And the thing is, I never heard from him ever again. Like he had ghosted me. So, so in January, I was like, you know what? This is going to be a new year resolution. I'm going to do my second 90 day challenge as an Instagram coach. Because back then I used, to, I was a graphic designer, but I still used to post about Instagram growth as well. It was more about social media marketing. That was my niche. So then I had niched down to just Instagram growth. And in January, I, I set up what is called a lead magnet. So basically a freebie. I set up a 30 30 minute free call with me. Basically every call I had in January, I had 27 free calls 
while they were talking to me and whilst I was uncovering their pain points, I was writing everything down in an Excel sheet. And with an Excel sheet, I just grabbed the most common pain points and I created like a coaching program. I actually created two offers. It's very important to have a freebie, a low ticket offer and a high ticket offer. My low ticket offer was an, was a 60 minute paid call where we just set up one hour we focus on one goal you have and we come up with a strategy and et cetera, et cetera. The second, it was a four-week coaching program. I would help people set up their Instagram, create reels, content, optimize their bio and all these things, the common pain points basically. And that's basically how it started. Now, today I'm on day 266 out of 270. So I'm four days away from finishing my third 90-day challenge now. And uh, yeah, just time flies and I'm really enjoying it. That's amazing to hear. And I really related to you because I was started as a graphic designer as well. <laughs> and I understand that there's a lot of more into graphic design than just the design, right? We can also help because business right now, they are growing mostly on social media, right? So For the sure. domain on social media is really high. It's just not just not only like the design, but they also want that strategy to roll, learn how to roll on Instagram. And also the content strategy is so important too. Yeah. So yeah, really good to hear from you. And yeah, so for the coaching business, so what do you think when you coach your client, right? What are the essential elements of compelling Instagram bio that they can use to attract their target audience? For sure. So the first thing is I'm going to say what not to do. Sometimes, or actually most times, I see hashtags in bios. <laughs> and we both know that you cannot rank hashtags on bios. Like they're totally useless. That's the first mistake. The second mistake is that you should not use jargon words in, in your bio because no one's going to understand that. If I tell you giga, you'll be like, what the hell is that? It's garbage in, garbage out. Giga, exactly, giggo garbage in garbage out you can be like what the hell is that so you have to be like super simplistic basically there's this four line method or this three line method what you're gonna do is you're gonna describe who you are what you do your credibility and your call to action it's simple as that now you have basically 150 characters to sell yourself on the instagram bio before it it automatically gets to Seymour. So the 151 character, it's going to be on the Seymour section. So it's very important you fit these four sections in each line. It is This is why it's called the four-line method. So if you can do, if you can fit them in one line each, you're going to have an optimized bio. Now, it's very important to also add keywords. So if, for example, you're a graphic designer, you have to add graphic design Okay, not just that, you have to also add that in your handle as well. So for example, if my name is Ben, I will say designs by Ben or graphic designs by Ben or BC social media designs. That's how it was before, but now it's BC Insta coach because I'm an Instagram coach, you understand? Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so we talk a little bit about a hashtag, right? So no hashtag on the bio. But <laughs> exactly. however, do you have any hashtag strategy for the for them to use in their post and as well as video as well? For sure. When it comes to hashtags, people are just getting a little bit stressed about it. Do you use three? Do you use five? Do you use eight? Do you use 30? I recommend that 
the smaller you are, the more hashtags you use. But as Adam Moseri said, who is the head of Instagram, he suggests that you use three to five hashtags that describe what the post is. So let me give you an example. If you're going to talk about engagement strategies, you need to have what is called the flagship hashtag. What is the type? So if it's engagement strategies, you'd want to add digital marketing and then get even more specific. So digital marketing, social. Then the second hashtag would be social media marketing. The third hashtag would be content creation. The fourth hashtag would be engagement strategies and so on. You have to dive deeper. Hashtags basically just are like tags are like, for example, let's say you go to a clothes shop and there's going to be the price tag. In that price tag, you're going to find certain symbols and all these things. Hashtags are just the same as a clothes tag, as a clothes price tag. So it's very important hashtags relate, describe, add on to the current post you're talking about. Yeah, that's amazing because a lot of people, like, they're confusing about using hashtag, right? So most of them, I think they use 30 hashtag. However, they don't know how to narrow down the topic or deep dive into. So in the end, they they end up using, like, different kind of hashtag that not exactly. related to each other. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think that is good strategy. So yeah, beside that, could you share some tips on drafting an engaging caption that encourage more interaction and drive engagement? For sure. So what you want to start off with, so for example, let's say we're going to use the same post as an example over here. So if our post is about engagement strategies, if you want to come up with a caption, when you say caption, do you mean the copy in the text of the post or the caption when you're writing it down and when you're writing down before you post? The caption that you do not include in the post. You include in the post. Okay. First thing, you need a good hook. Ben, what the hell is a hook? Like a fishing hook? No. <laughs> a hook is called a headline. Now, it's very important that you use less than eight words per hook. Why? Because the average attention span of the human is eight seconds. By the way, that is a lot of time, but it, in fact, it's decreasing by month because so many things out there, like the most important currency at the moment is attention. And there are so many posts out there, like there are 2 billion users on Instagram and there are so many posts being published every single minute. Like we've been on this for 10, 20 minutes now and the amount of posts have been like, been published as we speak is a lot. So how do you differentiate yourself from and how do you stand out? That's the main keyword here. How do you stand out? Basically what you're going to do is you're going to have to come up with a compelling hook, less than eight words. And generally you want to go into the negative. You want to use negative words here. So if you're saying, if the post is about engagement strategies, you want to say, don't engage or stop engaging, or stop wasting your time. So common words you can use are don't, avoid, stop, or this. So for example, this is the real engagement strategy that you need. Don't engage. Stop engaging with XYZ, for example. That is the first thing, that's the hook. Now there's the body, 
okay? Keep it simple. Generally, uh, since this is day 266, I have posted 266 posts in the last 266 days. What I did is I never like, just I used to just write the captions there and then depending on the post. Now, obviously it has to be important that it's related to the post. Your caption has to relate to the post. If it doesn't, what are you even talking about? You're gonna, you're gonna confuse people. And there's a saying, if you confuse, you lose. You have to keep it simple. So we have to have the hook, the body, which complements your post, a call to action, keep it, keep just use one call to action. Then what is a call to action? You need to use the ADA formula. Now, attention, that is the hook. Interest is also the body that you use, desire. So you can tell them like, listen, if you want more value, you can download my free ebook, for example. The free ebook is the call to action, okay? And then just sprinkle a few hashtags, three to eight hashtags. You don't have to use all 30, okay? And that to me is how you create a good caption. Yeah, that's amazing. So I see there are two types of caption nowadays. One is a really short caption where they only have the hook and one sentence of the body and yeah. that's it. And the other type of caption where they have a long form caption where they have like this check and then, you know. Exactly, long form. So, exactly. So which one do you refer for the business to use? Good question. It depends on the post as well. If it's, for example, a single image, you would just have a short image. Like for example, I did this last month. I reposted a post I had posted back in November. And I just, the previous post had a long caption. It did average, it's got 50 likes. I reposted the same thing, the same graphic and everything last month, but I changed the caption. What I did was put a floppy disk icon and save it in caps lock and just a few hashtags. The same post got me over a hundred likes. That same day, my engagement rose by 332%. It's stuck in my head, this number. So the thing is, you have to test and experiment. No caption is perfect. Use the words I told you about, but you have to consult with your insights tab. That is, the, that is the best and honest social media guru out there, your insights tab. It will tell you everything, like the numbers, your best posts, your worst posts. So you need to check your top five posts and see the caption length. So for example, if it's a short one, go for short. If it's a long one, go for long. What you need to add in the caption, which is very important, is keywords that are related to the post. Example, if it's engagement strategies, you have to add these keywords, engagement strategy, engagement strategies. Those three words are very important because basically Instagram is works like Google. It's like SEO, which is search engine optimization. The more keywords you have, the better. So for example, if I'm going to go in a search bar and type in engagement strategy, Depending on the keywords you have you have written in your caption and in the post, because the algorithm does scan literally everything, you can rank up higher. Yeah, I see. Yeah, speaking of engagement strategy, <laughs> so yeah, because before we have one video talking about engagement strategy, and then that video really flow up and everything. So talking about the collaboration, right? So how important 
do you think to collaborate with others on inter- Instagram? And what are some effective ways to initiate and foster those collaboration? Oh yeah, for sure. So collabs are fun. Collabs are fun. Again, I have been all, over two five oh days of posting every single day. When there was a collab, I used to relax. Okay. Before you even start collabing, you need to understand that you have to pick the right content creators you're going to collab with. So for example, if I'm an Instagram coach, I'm not really going to collab with someone who does skiing. It won't make sense. You're going to collab with someone who's in the same niche as you or very similar to the niche you are in. Why? I believe in win-win. I believe in synergy. Ben, what the hell is synergy? Basically, if I'm alone, I can reach X amount of people. If we are together, we can reach X amount of people, but much more, okay? Synergy is much more important because we're going to collaborate. We're going to combine both audiences to teach them something, okay? Now, it's very important to to have 20 people in in your community. You know, these 20 people, you're going to follow them. You're going to DM them. Why not be in, put, actually turn on their post notifications. So when they post, you're there. Okay. You're going to comment. And this is exactly what I've been doing and getting pinned. You're going to start conversations with these people, comment on every post they publish. Now you have to find people who post consistently, Ben, consistently. This is such a keyword, a buzzword in social media. The minimum posts per week is three. If someone posts once a week, that is not enough. I post seven times a week, sometimes even more. So you have to find someone who posts daily, once, even twice. These people, when they post a post, when they publish a post, you're going to get a notification on your phone and you have to be the first person to engage, comment, engage with their stories as well. So for example, I like to find stories as the best way, as an invitation to start a conversation. Ben, what do you mean? When there's someone who's, for example, walking their dog or they have a nice scenery, I'll be like, where's this place? And they can say, I don't know, the mountains, this and that. Or for example, if they're walking their dog, I could say, hey, nice dog. What breed is that? And they'll tell you the breed. I'm like, oh, nice. I have a dog as well. I have a Amstaff Pitbull, for example. And you start a conversation. Now, obviously, you don't want to upsell them your free book or this or that. You just want to engage, get to know the person. Like The more information you have from the person, the better it is. So when it comes to engagement and collabs, you have to build the relationship first. This could take a month. This could take two months. For example, Crystal just came at me from out of nowhere. She said, hey, would you like to collab? I'm like, you know what? Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> but it, it rarely happens that you just randomly accept it. You have to build the, the relationship, okay? Relationships is good. Community is good. You don't want to be alone. No man is an island. So for example, if you have a problem with, with what, whatever problem you have, you can go to someone who has, you're in the same niche, who has done this problem before, who has solved this problem before. Be like, listen, what engagement strategy are you using? Oh, hey, Ben, I use X, Y, and Z. Oh, wow, I didn't see this. Thank you so much. Oh, man, you're welcome. And then he has a problem. I'm like, listen, Ben, I have this problem. Well, how can I help? Oh, just do this. Oh, wow, man, thank you. And that's, you have to be social on social media. Like, this is such another cliche and, buzz, and buzzword, but it's actually true. You have to be social. What do you think? 
Yeah, because social media literally have the word social in it. So exactly, you have to exactly. be social in the social media, right? Yeah, and I think it's really important to like to build a community and then have people in the same niche as you to just to not build a relationship and grow together. And it's so exactly. important nowadays. Yeah, and talking about the posting frequency, so I have seen some the algorithm changing a lot. Yep. So before they. Say that oh you can only post three times to five times a week, but the other day I just saw the announcement say you have to post every day to get <laughs> more engagement and everything. So with the algorithm that constantly like changing and evolving, so what are some of the current best practices to increasing post reach and ensuring that the content is seen by the wider audience? Yeah, of course. I always recommend that you have to start a 90-day challenge. When I first started back in first September, I had no idea about Instagram. I thought Instagram was funny cat videos, influencers posing this, fake photos, this, that, bots, and whatever it was, follow for follow and all these things. But after the first 30 days, I know my content was rubbish, terrible, poor, but I kept going. Okay, day 60, I got better. On day 85, I switched niches or I niched down from social media to just Instagram growth. Day 85 out of 90, by the way. That's when I started to realize, listen, I only want to talk about Instagram, not social media, because social media is just so broad. You have LinkedIn, Twitter, this and that. Instagram, I want to focus on Instagram. So it took me 85 consistent days to realize, listen, I am consistent. I know what I want to post now. Now, a secret ingredient you could do to post every single day, actually two. One is that you need to use templates. Templates will speed up the process for you. That's one. Number two is you have to batch create. So for example, if I'm going to post seven days a week, I don't have time to get up every morning and, and create a reel there and then. So what I do is that every Saturday, I come up with seven ideas. Now, in my idea bank, Ben, what's an idea bank? We're talking about money here now. An idea bank is where you store your ideas. So, for example, the most times I get my ideas is when I walk in the morning, when I shower, when I'm driving, when I'm just reading a book, anytime. Not when I'm working, though. That's just, I don't know how it is. It's just opposite. So, when you have these ideas, you're going to open your notepad in your phone, in your Excel sheet, wherever you want, and just add these ideas. When it comes to designing, all you have to do is just Pick up this list. Okay, I want to focus on these seven for the next week. Just change the hooks because the hook is the most important part of it. If they don't read the hook, your post is a waste of time. You have no one that's going to read it for you. Okay. Now, once you have that, the next thing is you have to just batch create. Okay. Templates will speed up the process. That is one way of being consistent. I have done it for two, six, all days in a row. Okay. So, after that, how to be consistent? Should I post three times a week? Should I post seven times a week? Adam Mozeri, head of Instagram, said that you have to at least post three times per week. If you can do three times per week, that's brilliant. Now, when I say by consistent, you have to post every day at the same time. So if you post at 1 p.m., you have to post at 1 p.m. If you want to experiment six times, post at 1 p.m., the seventh post, post at 5 p.m. or a different time and see your analytics. Is it better to post at 5 p.m. or 1 p.m.? 
If it's 1 p.m., stick to it for the next 90 days, okay? Now, if you batch create, use templates, and you're consistent and have an idea bank, you will definitely be able to post seven times a week. If you don't have time, there are so many ways and easy. You can just do a fancy quote and that's it. You can film yourself working and put a quote on that stock footage of yourself. And that's it. You don't have to like complicate things. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. And I think when we first started, it's okay to don't know your niche yet because, or you're not perfect yet because perfectionism exactly. is the one who holding you back. So you just start, start anyway, just do it anyway, be consistent of what you're doing and you will get better and better because the more you're doing it, the more you get better. Exactly. So. I'd like to add on that, like progress over perfection. Many people be like, oh, my reel is not going well or I have to like put so much detail in this carousel in a single image. No, you don't. Just spend 20 minutes per post and just publish it. The perfect post just does not exist. Okay, everyone thinks that, oh, you would think that your single image is very good. But the guy in another country be like, no, that's not a good post for me. I'm not going to like it or interact with it. So every post is different. I like to say done is better than perfect. And I like to combine that with start and continue. It's very easy to start, but it's very difficult to continue. If you have those two mindsets, you can call them, you're fine. Okay. Now, after 30 days, check your insights, see which best post, which post is performing really well, and just double down on that. Don't stress over anything else. I did this back in on day 179 out of 180, so my second 90-day challenge. I had checked my insights on day 179. I found my best reel had over 1,000 views. I mirrored it. I did the same thing, the same formula, but improved the lighting and did a series about the common team around the top five posts. That same reel from 1K views, the next day I posted the same thing. On day 180, that reel got me 15K views. Why? Because I checked my insights. Yeah, I agree that checking your insight is so important because you need to keep track of everything. So if you keep doing it without seeing the analytics, it's really hard for you to know like which part you have to be better and everything. So it's really important to do that. And I want to touch on a little bit about the template as well. So I think the reason why you need a template is because it's going to speed up your process. It's the first one. Exactly. Second, you need to be consistent with your brand image, right? You cannot just use random color, random font every time you post because people not gonna recognize you from that. They're gonna think, oh, this is this from this person because they don't have any brand image to recognize you from what you're doing. So having a template and a brand image is so important for you to draw Fully on agree. Instagram. Yeah, and I see that now today, like Instagram really pushing out real. So what do you think about real and how we can implement real in the Instagram growth? So this is actually a very good question because since six days ago, I posted five reels in six days. And I realized I did a bunch of research today about the reels algorithm. And 
after two six oh days now i finally get why i should be posting reels the thing is carousels and single images are just going to be shown at your current audience so if you have 1000 followers it's going to be seen by these people you might rank on the explore page and the hashtags but that's very i wouldn't say difficult but very technical now the reels algorithm is totally different the reels algorithm is going to be shown to people who are not following you now it's very important to learn this the reels algorithm is going to show the content that you created as real to people you don't follow this is why my reel had 15k views why because it was seen by people who are not in my following back then i had 1.2k followers two days later i had 1.4k followers i had 200 followers in two days because these are new people so if you want to grow your first 1000 followers or continue adding to the following you have at the moment post reels why because it's going to be shown to people outside of your current follower base this is this could be like suggested reels have you ever been on like you'd be scrolling over reels and then you just find out a reel that you, you don't even follow the person and you find it so interesting and if he has a call to action for example follow for more you're gonna follow him why because the content is compelling and that's what i had done with my viral post yeah, totally agree. I think real is the way for you to reach new people, right? Exactly. And when people see you from the real, they're interested in your content, they're going to check out your profile, and that's where your single post and your carousel post going to be the one who nurture the, the, the user, the one that who follow you, right? So having these, incorporate these reels and Singapore and carousel is really important for you to grow you cannot grow by only doing one of them you need to balance them in order to grow consistently so yeah and last but not least so do you have <laughs> any advice for business or creator out there that just started their business or looking to scale their business through instagram patience a lot of patience Many people start, but they don't continue. I've been here for two, six or days and counting consistently, and I have a lot to learn. I have showed up every single day. I have wanted to quit, but I'll end this here. He or she who doesn't quit cannot lose. You can have the next six months being terrible, but the seventh month is where everything changes overnight success does not exist overnight success is built after working for it for four years 10 years whatever it is but he who doesn't quit cannot lose so just start and continue the journey is much more beautiful than the destination keep that in mind I totally agree with you on this because it's really easy for everybody to start, right? But it's really hard for everybody to keep consistent with what they are doing and keep doing whatever they're doing. So I think a lot of people quit in between because they cannot keep up with everything. So yeah, and I really understand that you cannot lose when you continue to show up every day exactly even exactly. though right now your content is terrible however like we discussed before the more we're doing it 
the more we get better. So there is exactly. no chance for you to lose. It's just you stop doing it or give exactly. up. Exactly. You have to show up every single day. The more you show up, the more data you have. So you can, and the faster you make mistakes, the faster you're going to fail, the better you're going to become. Like my first face reel took me three hours to do. My next face reel will take me just 10 minutes to do. What is the difference? I showed up. I showed up. I showed up. Without my terrible reel, I would have never gotten my 15K viral reel. Okay, so you have to show up, fail faster, fail faster. Totally agree. So failure is just part of the process. Success. Yeah, part of the process. Exactly. And you have to enjoy the process in order to grow. Fully agree. Okay, so that's bring us to the end of this episode. And thank you, Ben, for joining us today on the discussion. Thank you for having me. The- Instagram growth strategy. So as always, thank you for listening to Supercharge with Digital Marketer podcast. And if you enjoy the show, please follow and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And be sure to come back in two weeks for another discussions. So until then, this is Crystal, and don't forget, don't stop and keep believing. And see you next time. <laughs>